Hello and welcome to the Our Foundations podcast. My name is Joshua. I am your host. And today's episode will be an overview of the podcast in its entirety. So the idea here is that there is a first episode that's episode one, the systems of our society. But I wanted to do this shorter episode as an overview of the entire podcast. And I'm recording this after I have started season three, so I am well further along than when I recorded, obviously, number one. So I can give you an idea of what is covered in the podcast, what to expect, and whether or not you are interested as a whole, or maybe you're interested in certain sections, but this way you'll at least know what is coming. So to begin with, this podcast as a whole is designed to really understand society and understand how the world really works. And this is both looking at the past and looking at the present. And then there are also glimpses into trends that we are getting into looking into the future. So the idea is that season one really covers the evolution of the systems in our society. These would be systems of government, money, and education. So political theory and economics and the education system itself and methods of learning, all of these types of things are taken from their origins in early history all the way up into modern times. And somewhere in the middle there, there's a lot of corruption and conspiracy. I do a whole series on corruption and conspiracy that's really interesting, all fact-based, based on government investigations and admissions and things like this. So it's not... Uh, you'll, you won't hear anything about lizard people and aliens. It is much more concrete and very backed up. So don't let that scare you, but do let that intrigue you. And then moving on from that, I get into the way things are today and then get into some alternative movements that are going on in these different areas. So that's things like anarcho-capitalism or agorism or homeschooling, blockchain technology, things along these lines. And that is season one. Season two then looks at a historical parallel to modern times, and that would be the parallel of the time period of the Reformation, really the, the time period before that, kind of the Middle Ages and getting into the Thirty Years' War, that whole period of time. There was a lot going on there that has a lot of similarities to things that are happening in society in modern times. So things like a new technology that spreads information and starts a lot of opposition to some of the institutions of power in that day. Uh, you could obviously say the printing press and the internet have both done this. You saw a big shift in power from the church being one of the top institutions, really making a lot of the decisions on how society is organized in a way and how even the common people are living within that society. So the church was oftentimes over a lot of the different lords and kings in the different areas. And that compares well to the modern state today, the nation state. They fulfill that same role of welfare and education and 
really focused on protecting and serving the people under them. That at least is the goal of those institutions. I would argue that neither one really fulfilled that very well. But then there were a lot of corruptions in the church in that earlier period, just like there's a lot of corruptions in the state in modern history. And then you did see that there was a shift in power where the church started to lose power. You had this reformation that was pushed through the technology of the printing press, and it kind of threw a wrench in the theology that people viewed their worldview through. So in that time period, theology is how people uh, really understood what was going on in the world. It was incorporated in education. It was incorporated in how they operated their businesses and bought and sold things. It was incorporated in how their rulers governed the citizens. Uh, theology really covered everything and was intertwined into all these different aspects of their lives. And I would argue that in modern times, again, the state is the equivalent of the church of old. And so politics is the equivalent of theology of old. And so now politics has been infused in the education system and the monetary policy that gets instituted in business, in all of these different areas, definitely, obviously, government. And so you have all of these different things that seem very similar of what happened then and what is going on now. So I do a whole season on that. The first half of the season, I bring in other podcasters, and they are people that specialize in different areas, whether it be libertarianism or Christianity or Catholicism or history, especially the history of the Middle Ages, the history of the papacy. I bring in a lot of people that have their own shows on these topics, and those are some extremely good interviews. And then at the end of season two, I go back to doing the solo format and kind of draw out some more of those more detailed aspects of these parallels between then and now. After season two, I had a bit of an interim period. So there were a lot of topics and a lot of things going on that didn't really fit within the a very structured format that I have the seasons in. So to give you a reference, this was around the time that the coronavirus first started and you had the beginning of the pandemic. And there are a lot of things that started to happen within society that had been called out in season two. So if you can imagine a lot of these uh, shifts, a lot of the political aspects of controlling society and changing politics and divisiveness within society, a lot of these things, and even some fairly specific things, were actually starting to play out in real life, in real time. And so I took a few episodes to talk about some of those things, and then took a few episodes to talk about other things that were related, some more opinion pieces. I really don't get extremely opinionated in most episodes. I try to be fairly objective and show the case for multiple perspectives. But I took a few episodes to give kind of my opinions on a few things. I did an episode on homesteading, for example, one on investing in cryptocurrency. So a lot of topics that I had kind of hit on and definitely touched on them from a broad perspective in season one and some in season two. But these were more focused and more personal, that kind of thing. And that's kind of the beginning, the first half of the interim period between season two and season three. Then the second half consisted of mostly interviews with other 
top-notch guests, I would say, and that would be beginning with episode 111, I believe it is, the Vin Armani interview. That really kind of changed things and was a really good insert into this show as a whole. So just prior to that, I'd done a few episodes on comparing uh, different illusions like 1984 and Brave New World, as well as Republic and kind of these different aspects of this more dystopian future that we're actually currently playing out. And then I also started talking about historical cycles and patterns, kind of like I had talked about in season two, but talking about that a little more broadly and a little more systematically. Well, then when I got into the interview with Vin Armani, Vin Armani has this dim age theory that we really got into and talking about things like like historical cycles, historical patterns, what's going on and why, all of these types of things. And he got into a lot of spiritual things, which I really avoided a lot of religious stuff in the podcast as a whole, but he took it there. And so we went there and uh, did that interview, did some elaboration episodes in between um, the sections of the interview, because there was just it, it was very dense. There was a lot there. And then I followed that up with a few more interviews with some other extremely good guests. I had people like Julianne Romanello, Allison McDowell, Michael Strauss, other people like this that you may have heard of. And we get into a lot of these different topics as well. And then I did a follow-up interview with Vin and had a few more episodes after that, I believe. And then I got into season three. So season three is kind of following the trend here. It is looking at both the historical pattern of the early church, as well as looking at some more practical aspects of how to pursue alternatives in modern times. So the idea is that the early church was this movement, and early church, I mean, like the time period after Christ, where you have the disciples and the disciples of the disciples, that first kind of generation or so of the church. This was a movement where you had a community of people that were opposed to a lot of the cultural aspects of Rome, a lot of the morality that was going on there, a lot of the wars of aggression. They were against the state in many ways against Rome. They had a lot of opposition with the emperor, and the emperor had a lot of issues with them, and various emperors had a lot of issues with the Christians. That did not go well often. But despite all of this, this community of people with an alternative view that did not look very fondly uh, towards the systems and the institutions that were organizing society and that were kind of at the top level of society. They didn't have a favorable view on these. But despite this, this community of the early church really took over. They took over Rome after a few hundred years. And, you know, you can get into the corruption aspects that then creeped in later on. But at least the very beginnings of this, how do you have this alternative movement that is against aspects of how society is trending and how the institutions are running things? How did they end up being so successful? What about that? What about their strategy really worked and why? And so that's season three. So it's looking at kind of the theology and the morality 
and the ethics and philosophy, all of these types of things, kind of the more heady aspects of what the early church believed, why they were opposed to the society, these types of things to really lay the groundwork. And then we get into kind of the more practical aspects of how this played out, how they interacted with the state, and why some of these things were so successful. And this is being compared to modern alternative movements. So if you have made it through season one, season two, the interim period, then you're probably someone who is not a big fan of the current systems within our society. And you probably see a lot of the corruption that's involved, both in the corporate world with mega corporations, as well as in the governmental sphere. And you probably see that there are some things that aren't really working out very well and that you probably don't agree with. Probably some moral issues in there as well. So maybe you have some alternative views from this perspective. So the question then becomes, what do you do? And I am not one who would recommend revolt or revolution of any kind. I am not one that would argue fighting the system and really getting up in arms and doing massive protests and these types of things. That is not really my personal strategy, and that's not really what I talk about on this show. Uh, Kind of the point of the show is that even though it's political, politics is not really the answer in most cases. And usually politics is most of the problem. And so we use the early church as an example to look at things like the more modern movements of agorism, where it's operating outside of the system through things like homesteading and blockchain technology, uh, 3D printing, natural health, all of these kinds of things, just different approaches that do not necessarily involve the system as a whole, but that are extremely effective. They are moral based on a voluntary framework, and they are ways that we can participate in transactions and communication and different things of this nature on a voluntary basis without getting incorporated into the systems of our society that we are not so fond of. And so that's kind of the goal of season three is looking at the early church, looking at some modern alternatives, and seeing how we can draw from the former in order to really implement things well under our current environment. So that is season three. That's as far as I know right now as of this recording. This is not the first recording I've done for the podcast overview. I have updated this once a year minimum. I think there's a few that I did every six months. And so this is an updated version as of season three, at least. So when I get into season four, I will probably re-record this episode and include that information as well. But that should give you a good idea of what to expect for the show, where we're going. You should be able to see from that description how the episodes and how the seasons really build on each other, as well as why I highly recommend that you go through this podcast as a whole in its entirety, chronologically, starting back at episode one and working your way all the way through it, because a lot of these topics really get covered and introduced in season one and really get explained. It's not like it's just this basic level of, well, what is this thing? And we'll give you a basic overview and then move on. No, I do get into depth, but I try to do that in a way that even if you haven't been exposed to these things before, even if you don't know a lot about economics, even if you don't know a lot about political theory or how our education system works from a macro perspective, even if you don't have that base knowledge, 
you will get that base knowledge and you will get the depth. And it should be in a way that is something that you can understand and clearly follow. But then as that happens and as the podcast progresses, we build on that. We go deeper into these ideas. We start incorporating them together and seeing how they're intertwined. And we see how to apply those in our daily life. We see how to look at what has happened and what is in order to at least see the trends of what is coming. And then we also know what we can do based on what we expect to come. And again, I can't read the future. Obviously, I don't know how to do that, but I can identify trends. I can look at historical patterns and cycles. I can look at what is going on and why and how things work behind the scenes and really understand some of the things that are going on now and where they are headed. So that's the show. Hopefully that is something that is of interest to you and you will continue listening to this show beyond this episode. But if not, at least you know. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you for all of you who will continue on and make it through the show. I greatly appreciate that. I greatly appreciate support of all kinds, ratings, reviews. There's a Patreon page, subscribe star, all kinds of stuff. So thank you very much. I hope you come back next time. I'm out. Peace. This has been our Foundations Podcast. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.